love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, fits? Everybody, fits happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the fit show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Fits Happens, live from our radio hub for Friday, October 11th, 2019. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. Friday is here. Let's get it going. Right over there is Drew. Sometimes you just really need that weekend. Right over there is Claire. I'm seeing some family this weekend, so I want to do what Drew's doing. Hmm. (laughs) I'm seeing my pillow this weekend, so I can't wait. And he's seeing all of you because he just called us into work on Saturday. I'm sorry. Our host, The Fist. Yeah, we got to work tomorrow. Sorry, guys. Yeah, we got to. Yeah, I'm going to need you to come in. We got to come in and uh, we got to, you know, we got to do that and this. All right. This and that. Yeah, Peter, it's not a half day. I'm going to kind of need you to get in. Yeah. I'm going to. That's my stapler. I'm going to need you to go ahead and show. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. And Sunday, too. Yeah. That's my stapler. Um, well, I just want to say happy national, like, mental health relaxation day. Oh, thank you. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. But you know what's crazy to me? I just read this statistic that millennials are quitting their jobs and stuff because they are stressed out at work and need more what they call mental relaxation breaks. And I'm just, uh-uh, I'm not going to accept that. You know what? We had pe- people, uh, uh. Men at 16 and 17 years old storming the beaches of Normandy. Mm-hmm. You think they asked for a mental exhaustion relaxation break? I did, and, and this was a millennial study. And you know, right or the youngin, I, looking at you, I'm just getting angry right now. To be honest with Why you, are you getting angry with because me because you're making me angry because it's 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 you know people sort of around your age that are saying they need uh, mental relaxation days. Don't get me wrong, a lot of people around my age. Do talk like that, but for me, I I've never really gotten a day off in my life. Be honest, be honest. No, I'm serious. Like I, I can't see myself quitting a job because I need a break. I, I got yeah. bills I got to pay. I got things I need to take right. care of. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. you would think. Yeah, and like, yeah, I mean, you made a really good point. I mean, I've, I've I have family who have served, and like they went into the army at a really young age, and I can't imagine like myself doing that. So right. I'm not going to complain. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to do my job and make what money I can. Yeah, I think it's one of those things. Like, hey, you think you have problems? Yeah. You know, how about outside of war? I was reading a book uh, the other day, and it was from a guy who'd worked in the automotive industry in the seventies, like in, in Detroit. And he was talking about how working on this line, they, a new car came down every minute, every mm. minute, wow. all day long for a ten-hour shift. And you got like two fifteen-minute breaks, and they just kept coming, and kept coming, and kept coming. You had to put and, your and part it, on, put your part on, put your yeah. part on. And each yeah. of them would have that same task and re- and repeat it all throughout the day, right? Every right. minute One for thing. ten hours. Right. Yeah, wow. Mm. That's, that's mental strength. The, that's, yes. Yeah, that no is kidding. mental strength to be able to do wow. that. Yeah, no or kidding. having to deal with a bunch of screaming parents at a GameStop. That takes a lot of mental strength. Oh, yeah, it does. I yeah. bet it does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's how I met you. Yeah, I know. You were, you were there screaming? when the lady yeah. was yelling no, at me. I was, I, was trying to, I was trying to return Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> and I convinced him not to. Because yeah. you didn't understand it? I didn't understand it to it. you? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so with that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we got a whole lot of show today. Here comes Friday. Let's go. 
Fitz happens. It's the Fitz Show. And now, here's and now, my now, daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Yes, folks, here, always standing by. It's always any day, work or play. Who's going to be there for you right away? <laughs> it's your boy, that's who. That's who. Folks, I'm going to take you from under the hood of your car. What's that smell? <laughs> oh, no. Uh-oh. If this is a cat, I'm out. Well, Claire, you might want to leave the studio. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> okay. She almost broke down, dude. <laughs> it's not a kitty cat. Uh, right. A woman noticed a burning smell and smoke coming from her car. She checked to see what the problem was. She found a bunch of straw, grass, and walnuts, and a little squirrel peeking out. Oh. It had been uh, storing away its little goodies and stuff for the winter. Oh. When the hood popped open, the squirrel was just fine, escaped, obviously had to leave its little home. All that hard work. Because it was on fire. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> my home, wait, my nest, my nest, my, my nest, nest is, is on, on fire. fire. Her husband said he was wondering why there were so many walnuts uh, in his tree, but none on the ground, which is interesting. Well, it's because, here, listen for yourself. (laughs) A uh, tree guy here, and we were talking about this tree, and I made a comment for how many walnuts there are up in that tree. It's amazing that you don't see them all over the ground. And the tree guy kind of laughed and said, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Well, now we know where they all went. The whole entire compartment was filled with grass and walnuts. We spent about an hour pulling out walnuts and hay and some straw, all types of stuff out of there. How long had it been yeah. since they drove that car? Or does that squirrel <laughs> just work really fast? Yeah. This <laughs> <laughs> sounds like breaking news on a Canadian news station. It really does. <laughs> Canadian CNN. Hey. Acorns missing, eh? So we're going to check back in with Richard in minutes, eh? There should be a lot of acorns on the ground. Yeah, there should. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go to page two. Why are, are you kidding, kidding me? me? Out of New Jersey? Oh, God. Two women in New Jersey got arrested last week for trying to cheat at a church bingo game. To- <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> to win $200, 71-year-old Teresa Davis and 31, uh, 38-year-old Keisha Bockington are now facing fines of up to $1,500. <laughs> And have been sentenced to purgatory <laughs> yeah, for at least. <laughs> to think about what they've done for a thousand years. <laughs> yeah, bingo's big business. It's a shame, but, uh, you know, people sometimes, they, they get desperate and they do things. People would step so low to do something like that, and it's a disgrace to this community. It seemed like they did their homework, so it wasn't an accident. So, I mean, you know, they were trying to get some money out of it. Nowadays, I won't pass anything by anybody. <laughs> it's amazing what these people can do nowadays. I think they should go to jail. you got to do what's right, morally right. Oh, and I'll tell you what, in Jersey, you don't want to do that. I'll tell you what over there. They'll mm-hmm. take you out, though. Make you go. They'll take you out behind the car. Get you fitted for some cement loafers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cement loafers. In her case, cement espadrilles. (laughs) All right, there you go. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Fit happens live. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Where every day is a Friday. What's up? My name is Fitz. Welcome to The Fit's... Show, program, whatever it is. There's Drew. 
Claire and Ryder the Youngin. And every Friday we do Ticket or Skip It, where our, our resident movie critic tells you if you should go to the movies or not. I mean... We've even thought about completely canceling this segment because the movies are crap now, and everybody <laughs> and everybody's watching Netflix and Hulu anyway. That's true. And Drew, am I right about that, or am I wrong? Well, it's it's correct that you think about canceling the segment. <laughs> I, I cling desperately to this segment. <laughs> My Actually, to be heard. I, I do love this segment, and I want you know I look forward to it every week. Thank Aww. you. Good. As long as you start throwing in some Netflix and shows to watch on Hulu. <laughs> okay. But all right. So how many movies we got? Two movies. Okay. Movie and only one of them is crappy. <laughs> Well, hang on. Give me one moment. All right. All right. It's five o'clock somewhere. Yes, it is. <laughs> you got another one of those? <laughs> oh, don't let me stop. You're that Go guy ahead. in the theater who cracks open the can. You can hear it from like all the way around the whole theater. <laughs> right. Uh, so the first movie line. is Gemini Man, Will Smith's new movie. It's directed oh. by Ang Lee. When I first saw materials on this movie, I didn't like it because I don't really like Ang Lee movies. His style of action is too over the top. And then I saw things as the movie got closer that got me really interested in it. I thought, this is going to be good. And then I saw the movie. Turns out I was right the first time. No. It is not a good movie. It's wow. uh, Will Smith plays like the greatest hitman ever, and he's up against his greatest foe, someone who's matching him skill for skill. Turns out it's a younger version of him. We're talking clone time here. And then the whole mystery of who would do this, why would they do this. It, but it's just kind of a big, ugly mess. The whole hmm. thing just, it's bad. And for all the time they took to make it, which is like 10 years, the CGI is still really obvious. Like the, the the young version of Will Smith is a really oh. bad job. They do a good job at it. They literally put the fresh prince's face on him, didn't they? More or less. You would think <laughs> they would just go use old. They actually digitally created his young face, but they oh. could, they could have just mm. stolen footage from Fresh Prince and yeah. done better. It took ten years to it make this for, movie. This is one of those movies that's been in production forever. It's probably yeah. one of those huge high budget movies. It's gonna flop, huh? I think so. Oh yeah. no, it's okay. not looking good right now. All right, name of the movie. Gemini Man. Ticket or skip it? Skip it. Movie number oh. two? The Adams Family. Oh, animated yeah. movie. So Ooh. much fun. This oh. is what we want to take your kids to. This is the stuff I'm telling you. Some of these movies are as much fun for the kids as they are for the adults. And this is one of those. It, Any original Adams Family players in it? You nope, know what I mean? No, nope. uh, You've got voice of Oscar Isaac. Uh, mm-hmm. as, as uh, He's huge right now because he's in Star Wars movies. And other right. Uh, you've got Shirley's Theron as, mm-hmm. as Morticia. Mm-hmm. You've got Chloe Grace Moretz uh, as Wednesday. Just a, a really cool cast. It's really fun and funny. It's a great way to introduce kids to this premise and this family that we've all had around forever since what, yeah. the 60s. Yeah, so now they're bringing it back. Bringing it back again. All right, name of that movie? The Adams Family. Ticket or skip it? Ticket. You get one pick of the week. What's it going to be? That's easy. It's The Adams Family. All right, uh, follow him on Instagram, ladies and gentlemen. His name is Drew. Follow him at Critical Drew. And when it comes to movies, always do Drew. It's The Fit Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. And uh, I'm going to kick off this story with, you won't like it when I'm angry. (laughs) So imagine this. You're in Philadelphia. You're watching a hockey game. Your team's not doing good, right? So you decide to walk into the Wells Fargo Center's disassembly room and smash some dishes. You could take a sledgehammer to a TV and unleash your rage upon everything in sight. That's right. The Wells Fargo Center has unveiled the first ever rage room in a major professional sports arena. Wow. That's going to make some money. I kind of yes. think this is, yeah. this is kind of brilliant. This is really smart. That's actually, yeah. I would love this. Yeah, I would too. Just to be able to walk up and smash a TV. Are you yeah. kidding me? Whenever yeah. your team doesn't score or there's a like or uh, the referees make a bad call right 
Which lately you know? would mean they're going to run out of TVs. Yeah, but how are they yeah. going to get enough t- uh, enough uh, old CRT TVs to yeah. break? What, what what else will make you mad in the game? Make you want to? Oh, it, it, well, oh my God! Uh, uh, the price of beer. Yeah. Oh, right. Right. Dude, are you kidding me? I'd be right. out there all day. Or when that you know Raiders fan behind you spills their full beer on you. Oh yeah. Or oh, now you're going to make me go smash a Samsung. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Drew. Choose your news. Well, the world needs heroes. And turns out we've got one here. After the NBA fallout, which continues, the NBA fallout, we've talked about this week, uh, Daryl Morey's tweet, uh, where and then China got mad at him because he was supporting protesters who were protesting against the Chinese government. They said, take it down. You got to reverse it. You got to apologize. It's, it's really boiling over. This thing hasn't gone away. Well, one man stepped in and said, I'll take care of this. And that is Dennis Rodman. Whoa. In a tweet, he tweeted out to, uh, to the NBA, to the commissioner. He said, look. I know a thing or two about diplomacy between other countries. Book me a flight to Shanghai with you, and I'll solve this. And in the tweet, he's got a picture of uh, him. In one hand, he's holding a picture of him and Donald Trump together. In another hand, he's holding uh, a picture of him and Kim Jong-il together. <laughs> Can or you Kim believe it? What is happening yeah. in the world? He's yeah. Basically, Dennis Robin really is going to become our number one ambassador He is the one man that's going to save everybody. He's the only reason why we haven't gone to full-fledged war with North Korea, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and now he's going to be the one to you know settle the whole trade war with China and that's obviously right. the NBA dispute. Yep. It All right, way to go, NBA, Dennis. Ends with the trade war. All right. Uh, hey, Claire, what about you? Choose your news. We've talked a lot about how artists don't want to put out albums anymore. Yeah. That, like the new model of music is just put out singles, right? And you might hear singles for months from an artist before an album comes out. But here's the thing. I remember listening to albums and enjoying sometimes taking some time to either like lay down on the couch or go drive, go for a drive. Nobody's got time to do that anymore. A new study says... <laughs> That 83% of people say listening to albums helps you relax. Oh, no way. And 76% mm-hmm. say that it will actually make you feel better if you're feeling down. I probably haven't listened, and this is just me, I, I listened to an album, uh, unless it was Garth, in 20 years. Right. I, I actually hey, get this. Yeah. Maybe they're onto something here, because maybe the point is not whether you're listening to an album, yeah. but whether you're taking an hour for yourself yeah. to just ah. gear down Disconnect. and not look at your phone. But also, right. in the old days of making albums, there was a, a theme. Every album had a feeling to it. Like They yeah. would try to group all these songs together that, mm-hmm. that took you on a particular journey. A collection. But yeah, yeah. So it kind I, of takes you somewhere. Yeah. I don't think that we're there now, because now it's about who could put out Songs the fastest, but I think what she's Period. saying is we yeah. should, as people, we, we should take ourselves. We back need to, to power that down. We yeah. should, but I don't yeah. think we are. I just think there's too much out I there now. We're not going to do it. Can't imagine have... just sitting down and listening to 45 minutes of Cardi B. Like that's not no going to happen. Kidding. That is not going <laughs> to make. Oh. That takes you on a journey, but anyone. not anywhere you want. That's going to make me go to the ballpark rage room. <laughs> she's as cute as a button. No. I'm relaxed already. Okay. Hey, Ryder the Young, and choose your news. Well, I want to see if you guys recognize this name first. Jason Alexander. Anyone? Yeah, uh, Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Yeah. All right. Seinfeld. Yeah. We'll get this. Jason Alexander has not seen the Joker yet, but from all the hype up from it, he wants to play a Batman villain. Mm. Well, he's oh, he'd be, be the, a great pe- penguin. He'd be the penguin is the only yeah. thing he could play. Funny enough, he said he wanted to play Egghead. That is actually a character created in the 1960s Batman show. No oh. kidding. But... Of course, everybody on Twitter was like, are you insane? He'd be Play a good penguin. penguin. He could be a good penguin. Danny yeah. DeVito did a great job he's as a penguin. Oh my gosh, yes, I love Danny DeVito. But the, the funny part here was uh, he tweeted out, he goes... Uh, apparently, my waddle has overcome my egghead shape. Everybody wants me to play the penguin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wasn't egghead in the original Batman... He was in the, the, was uh, it, you guh- guys was go it again. 1960s. 
Or no. was it right. Vincent Price? No, he was Mr. No, Freeze. this was the 1960s. Enough yeah. comic book talk Sorry. on the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, there you go, you guys. That's Choose Your News. This is The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Where every day is a Friday, especially today, because it is. Welcome to the show. Fits happens. There's Drew and Claire and Ryder the Youngin. All right, uh, honest opinion. What specific thing has technology ruined? Just think about it. What specific thing has technology absolutely ruined? Uh, and I'll go first. Family dinner time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Matter of fact, I think the TV was even kind of partly responsible for that. You know, people started putting the TV near the dinner table. Mm-hmm. Now it's... People are in their own places with their phones, snagging their plate where they can. Mm-hmm. What specific thing has technology absolutely ruined? How about uh, dating? Because everyone expects this. Uh, or do you, has it, has that, I don't know, has it helped in that department? You, you have more options. You get to take your pick. Yes but, and Swipe no. left or but right. All of the tension behind it, like yeah. asking someone out, getting up the guts to go up and ask them out and the whole, the butterflies and all that stuff. Now it's just like swipe, swipe, I'll take you. Yeah. Well, and it's made it even more superficial Ruined than it romance. used to be. You would go into a bar and you'd scan the room and look for the hot chick. Now you don't even do that. You just look at your phone and go, no, 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 no. I mean, you yeah. really no, no, no. Yes, don't no, no, get maybe. to know people at oh, all. Oh, you guys don't know how to use Tinder. You just swipe right a whole bunch and then eventually people match with you. Yet. And yeah. then the people you don't oh, want to talk really? to, you just don't talk to them. Yeah. Tell me more. Well, yeah, that's all you do. <laughs> yeah, that's how every guy uses Tinder. Right. Yeah, exactly. Women are not, yeah. yeah. Let the married guy live through all you Tinder users. Okay, <laughs> tell me more. So you swipe and what happens? Uh, <laughs> and you match with someone and they message you in. They go, hey, what's up? And then you're like, finally. And you like really like deliver information to each other? Well, yeah, so like you, you say, hey, here's my phone number and, and whatever. Like well, you exchange so you, that much stuff? Yeah, you, you kind of talk back and forth for a little bit. You get to know each other. And then it's like, hey, would you want to text? And then usually that ends up with, no, you creep, leave me alone. I told you to stop messaging me. Or, yeah, here's my number. And just like that, you meet someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, just like that, you meet the person that is texting what they want you to read. Yeah, pretty much. You don't and, actually meet the person right. that you're going to meet. Until right. you actually meet them and so then date them, them for like six months. And that's months. not reality when, when, <laughs> no. when you are, you're trying to pick... You know something that is yeah just perfect for you. I mean, I mean, right. it's not reality. It's not real life. I know a lot of people who have very successfully met people on Tinder and Match, but okay. what they went through before they got yeah. there. It's a numbers game now. It's a numbers game. Yeah, but and are, are there also like when you meet someone? Is it most of the time more more strange than not? Like others, uh, if you do meet someone, are, are there a lot of success stories, or is it like, oh my god, no. you would not believe the encounter I had? So Tinder, a lot of the time, is used for people to kind of. It's a quick meetup. I'll put air quotes around, right. or air quotes right. around that. Right. Yeah, hookup. Okay, I'll, we'll call it that. That's really what it's for. A lot of the time, yes. But then there are people on there who really do want to find love. And they like. There's, I have a couple of friends who have actually gotten married and they met their significant other on Twitter. The girl I'm dating right now, or not Twitter, sorry, Tinder. The girl I'm dating right now I met on Tinder. Wow. Like two years ago. Yeah. Or do you still have your Tinder account? Are you still swiping? Or no, did you, you just deactivate just, for the moment? I deactivated it for the moment. Not like a <laughs> <laughs> the moment. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm sorry, Em. All right, hey, if you found love on uh, Tinder or Bumble, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Are, are, are you so glad that you decided to, to swipe? We'll be right back, folks. Ow! The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like, for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show.
Welcome to Friday, everybody. We're getting ready for the Fitz Files. The good, the bad, and the gossip on the way in just a little bit. And Claire, what's up today? It's not a wedding ring, but it's the next best thing. What are Blake and Gwen doing together now? Oh, they are creating their own new voice competition. Did they buy a dog together? Ryder? It's a yodeling competition is Uh, what they're doing. (laughs) Did they buy a house? Way to go, Ryder. Oh, he ruined it now, too. Oh, Way to go, dude. That's good. Yeah, so they bought a house. We'll give you details in a moment. Oh, that was teasy. <laughs> and Drew is standing by with the Friday reality check. A teenager in New York is now the youngest person to die of a vaping-related illness. New Muppet. Mm. Yeah, so uh, the governor uh, of New York, Andrew Cuomo, made the announcement earlier this week. They've identified this 17-year-old kid from the Bronx who, who died away from the or died from the, the vaping-related illness. He is now the officially the youngest person to die of the illness in the U.S. right now. Uh, in this very powerful statement, he just said, "Look, parents have to know, and young people have to know, you're playing with your life when you're playing with this stuff." That's mm-hmm. his quote. Um, and parents, you got to get in your kids' Snapchats. You got to look in their drawers you gotta, because they're great at hiding it. They are, I mean, they figure out ways to, f- to find those things. Uh, I found them in, in mine. I'm not kidding you. They, it, it is a high school thing, and we, we, we stopped it. We hope we stopped it. Yeah, and he added this to kind of put more emphasis on it. He said it's, it's not that the best case is you don't die because if you don't die, you're, pro- you're likely to end up addicted to nicotine, which is a lifelong struggle. Wow. So there's really no benefit other than a quick little buzz right now or looking cool with your friends or something like that. And and there's nothing but negatives that come out of this. Either addiction or potentially death or illness. All right. There you go. The Friday reality check. It happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. If Blake Hel- uh, Blake Shelton hadn't gone Hollywood by now, he sure has now. Blake and Gwen have bought a house together somewhere in Los Angeles. It's currently being renovated, so they're actually living in a little old rental in Bel Air. Right. Which is like the fanciest of the schmanciest, except for Malibu, which is even more fancier and schmancier. Uh, Blake and Gwen basically divide their time between Los Angeles and Oklahoma, where he still has property and... I don't know, guys. It's goes so back funny. to what recharge his cred. It's so funny seeing the uh, the pictures of you know Gwen Stefani on on Blake's ranch in Oklahoma. I know, out there it's with so funny. the kids. Yeah, but there's an idea for a reality show. Uh-huh. Blake goes Bel Air. Yeah, or I Bla- love it. Blake and Bel Air. Blake and yeah. Bel Air. Send it, tweet it to him. The, we'll do the, the pitch. Fresh Blake of Bel Air. Yeah. Right. The fresh, fresh Blake <laughs> oh of Bel Air. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the fresh. What's up with you and the word fresh today? I don't know. You've been saying fresh over and over. <laughs> I guess I'm just having a fresh kind of day. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Oh, that, uh, one, that one fits, though. Yeah. Uh, Riverdale, the show, has finally dealt with the death of 90210 heartthrob Luke mm. Perry. He played Archie's dad, and he died last spring after a stroke. Because many of us were so much. We just loved him so much uh, on 90210. Dylan gonna, was the man. Dylan yeah. was the Dylan man. Dylan was the man. I'm going to spoiler alert this for you. I'm very sorry, everybody. I don't normally do this, but we have to talk about it. Archie learns, uh, this all happens off camera, right? Archie learns that his dad died. He stopped by the side of the road to help a woman who was having car trouble. When she almost got hit by a passing car, he pushed her out of the way. He died a hero. Hmm. The woman was played by Shannon Doherty. I'm not sure how I feel about that. I'm not either. I can't make a a snap judgment on it. I think that just takes you out of the moment. 
I feel like instead of just this letting is for another this, show, Riverdale. Yes, yes. I feel oh, like instead yeah. of you just letting Archie and everybody experience yeah. the moment right. of having his father die, they did stunt casting. And mm. I get that she wanted to be a part of it and all that kind of stuff. It feels like there are other ways they could have done. But she that. Had played like an EMT or a nurse it's, or a doctor, just a million things. Right? right. Yeah. It why, just seems like why that? Why yeah. that? Yeah. You know, it's just I thought that was really weird. But um, anyway, up till then, it was it was really touching. And I know what I want for Christmas. Boys, you're going to all have to save up. Start now. Maybe get a GoFundMe if you want to. The green cardigan sweater that Kurt Cobain wore on Nirvana's MTV Unplugged is going up for auction. It's expected to sell for around (laughs) $300,000. The opening bid is $50,000. The current owner bought it a few years ago for $137,000. Oh, my God. Even if they start to bid at fifty dollars and they only get fifty-five, dollars he's going to lose money. So do you want that sweater from Unplugged or do you want the one from the Smells Like... Teen Spirit video. No, That's no, the one want, you want. I want the one from Unplugged. Oh, yeah. The actual, have the, the cardigan that he that he wore. Yeah. Nothing on the top. When the, uh, Claire, did you say it hasn't been washed? Birds. It's never been washed. Oh, that means oh. it's got his DNA on there. It's got his it. DNA, some other unknown stains, and some cigarette burn holes. Kurt clones. What yeah. are they? Clones. Mm-hmm. Kurt clones. I think Send it out to 23 Mean. They'll create it over there in Switzerland. So now you're going to buy it for me? Yeah. But now you got Absolutely. the nature nurture question. If I get the rights to the Kurt clone. If you clone a Kurt... Do you get Kurt, yeah. or do you have to like then give yeah. him a tortured childhood and upbringing to as get Kurt? As long as it has Kurt's eyes, I don't care. There you go. You You're saying <laughs> Kurt is the product of a very bad upbringing? Of a difficult upbringing and tough childhood. Oh, so yeah. If you get a Kurt yeah. clone, he might just be like a straight-A student. Right? Think if, I, if I raise him with my two cats and two dogs, he'll, well, yeah. he'll just yeah. Can you imagine? He's going to be a nice guy. An accountant? Yeah. Uh, our, little, our little Kurt clone getting the Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> There you go. You got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz files. Fitz happens. Live. Fitz happens. Live. Live. Welcome to Playlist Profiling. Can we decode your life and learn everything about you based off of three songs from your personal playlist? And here's the deal. Right now on hold, we have a mystery caller. We don't know anything about them. And we're going to try to profile our mystery caller again based off of three songs from their personal playlist. We do not even know their gender. We're going to try to guess their gender, their age, what they drive, their profession, are they single or married, and how many kids. After we make our profiling guesses, we're going to reveal the identity of our mystery caller that we profiled and see who came closest to profiling them. Um, So I'll give you a couple of seconds. to. You definitely want to grab something to take notes with. I have a legal pad. Some people use their, their phones. Some people use their tablets and other assorted objects. Can I click my pen? You can click your pen, whatever you got to do. Uh, all right, everybody ready? Song number one, Sugarland and Baby Girl. Dear mom and dad, please send money. I'm so broke that it ain't funny. Well, I don't need much. It's enough to get me through. All right, song number two, Aretha Franklin. Going back a little bit. Interesting. Chain of Fools. And song number three, interesting. Johnny Cash and Ring of Fire. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I went down, 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 and the flames went higher, 
and it burns, burns, burns. The ring of fire, the ring of fire. Give everybody a couple of seconds to try to profile our mystery caller. Well, this is really, really interesting. This is interesting. Um, all right, it's Fitz. Here's my profile. You know, looking at Aretha Franklin, Chain of Fools, and Sugarland Baby Girl, I, I, I'm really thinking that this is an older woman. Uh, even going back with Johnny Cash, Ring of Fire. Uh, I think, um, so this is a female, 59 years old, drives a station wagon, is a secretary at an elementary school. I'm feeling she's married with three children and seven grandchildren. Mm. Yeah, I'm feeling confident about it. I really am. Drew, what about you? I'd love to hear your profile. I love the person that I have painted here. Uh, I think he's so interesting. I think it's a guy. Okay. He is a male. He's 64 years old. Now, the the Ring of Fire and the Chain of Fools, he brought those songs with him his whole life. Those are lifelong favorites. But here's the thing. Baby Girl... That reminds him, 10 years ago when that song came out, it really reminded him of his daughter out there making it in the world. It gave him that sort of heartwarming feeling because he used to get those calls from his little girl. He's a <laughs> retired county employee. Ooh, what he, drives county? A, he drives a Corvette. I mean, he's oh, got wow. that's his, his retirement car, his dream car. He's married with three kids. Claire, what about you? All right. Uh, I also think this is a woman. I think she's a lot younger than you guys think she is. I think that she is 35. I think she still absolutely very much relates to baby girl, although she is now married with two kids of her own. Um, but, you know, I think that she probably like heard the Big Chill soundtrack at one point in her life and was nice. like, oh, that's cool and kind of digs older music. So that's where Chain of Fools and obviously Johnny Cash comes in. Uh, she works at the post office and she drives a Chevy Suburban. Mm, how do you get post office out of that? Oh, uh, from Johnny Cash. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Right of the Young, and what about you? Your profile, please. I think you guys are all really far off, honestly, but I'm going to agree with Drew. This is definitely a male. Okay. But I'm going to be more close to Claire on this. 33 years old. Mm. He's throwing us through a loop. He drives a Dodge Charger. He's an insurance adjuster. He's living the happy life with his wife. That's right. I say he's (laughs) married with no kids. Where do you get insurance adjuster out of this? Uh, I'm, see, with the ring of fire and the chains, I'm just saying he's seen some stuff go down, man. Right. Snow tires. <laughs> sure he doesn't work at the tire shop. Playlist profiling, the big reveal in minutes. Fitz happens live. Real funny. Touch my radio, no. The Fitz Show. We are back with playlist profiling, the big reveal. And if you're just tuning in, we have a mystery caller on the phone. We don't know anything about this mystery caller. All we know are three songs from their personal playlist, and we're all going to attempt to profile this individual based off of these three songs. I fell into a burning ring of fire. All right, folks, the moment we've all been waiting for. Anybody else nervous? I'm a little bit nervous. I'm a little nervous. I'm confident. Mystery caller, are you a male or a female? Female. Oh, yeah. Woo. Yeah. Love the ladies. I'm happy. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Can you tell me how young you are, please? 46. Oh, nice. Okay. You threaded the needle from all of us. Uh, Tell us what you drive, please. Uh, Kia Sorento. 
Oh, interesting. Your profession? Paralegal. Ah. Is that like an insurance adjuster? No. Oh. No. No. <laughs> no. Not even close, no. Ryder the Youngin. <laughs> Good guess, Ryder. <laughs> are you are you single or married? Single. <gasps> All right. Wow. And how many kids? Do you have any children? Two kids. Two children. All right, if you don't mind, uh, Drew is going to do all the calculations and tabulations. We're going to figure out who came closest to profiling you. All right, Drew, what's it looking like today? Well, I so liked that guy I described, but (laughs) I wanted him to be a friend of mine. Well, I like the woman I have described. (laughs) Uh, She really fooled us all because she she particularly fooled Ryder and I, who got zeros. We both got nothing (laughs) right. Fitz, you got that she was female. That's one point. Claire got female, but Claire also nailed the kids on the money with two kids. So with just a score of two, that's enough to take it away. Claire's the winner. All right. How is that? What do you mean? Well, I mean, I was pretty, I was closer to, to Claire on the age too i said four, i said what you said you said 50. 59 she said 35 <gasps> she was 46 right in the middle of those two so yeah. no one gets the points also i said chevy suburban and she drives a kia sorento which is a big uh family suv a, right well yep. yeah ma'am i actually th- <laughs> ma'am i thought you drove a station wagon but anyway <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you uh what is your name christine does it feel weird to be profiled Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Live. All right, hey, let's get to the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. So uh, a guy in the state of Texas named Alex Correas, he, uh, he got struck by lightning while he was walking his dogs last week. I just saw this video. Oh, so his heart stopped, obviously. But you see, seconds later, random people nearby running in, doing CPR, saving his life. Right after he got struck by lightning. We're just in shock that I made it. The way I got hit, the way it traveled through my body, they, they did say I'm lucky to be alive. His shoes and his socks got blown off his feet. I start running through the hospital because someone was like, you know, we need help with CPR. Face down on the ground, we rolled him over and you know, checked his pulse and he wasn't breathing. We, we eventually got a heartbeat back and spontaneous respiration and right about then the ambulance pulled in. I was in the helicopter and he told me I was struck by lightning. Thanks to those people, they're the reason why I'm still here. Because if not, I probably would wouldn't be here to tell the story. Mm. Stories wow. like that just make the hair stick up on the back of your neck. Yeah. Made the hair stick up all over his head. Probably. Wow. Pretty Ooh. amazing. And all that right. thing about, you know, having the shoes and socks blown off, that if you've never that is a hundred percent true. Obviously oh, they yeah. said it there, but if you see that like in the movies, that happens. But mm-hmm. it's not just that, Claire. Do you also find it bizarre that people always like, you know, end up getting like, you know, some, you know, they always end up losing their shoes. Yeah. Whether it's a crazy accident, because their shoes ha- are gone. Yeah. Whether it's struck by lightning, you always lose your shoes. I'm yeah. fascinated with why people lose their shoes. Well, in the case of lightning, the electricity has to discharge somewhere and mm-hmm. it goes out the soles of your feet. <sighs> Even if there's rubber on the bottom of them? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's pushing out. Mm-hmm. You're not great. You didn't get struck up. Then how lightning do tires? Drew? Why don't you get struck by what lightning in your car? What? Well, what's the difference, like, you know, uh, having, like, rubber shoes on and, like, obviously being on, like, rubber tires? Well, the difference is that your foot, even wearing a pair of shoes, mm-hmm. say the side of your foot is okay. only less than an inch away from the ground. Right. So it doesn't actually usually travel directly. Does it really ground you? goes through the side of your foot. Right. The ground. And out. Well, enough of that. How about that? Enough of white vans and lightning for today. <laughs> mm-hmm. And there you go. <laughs> that <laughs> is the good stuff. 
Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. F-I-T with a Z. Fitz happens. Live, live, live. Welcome to Make Up or Break Up. I get questions all the time like, hey, Fitz, you know, whatever happened to so-and-so when they were on a couple of months ago? You know, did they ever make up? Did they break up? Well, check it out. We have a very, very special Make Up or Break Up follow-up. It's from a, a couple that w- was on the show a couple of months ago. Yeah, this is Jeff and Vanessa. And originally, Jeff wrote in, and he was mad that his girlfriend didn't like his friends. That was his complaint. We got into it with them. We found out that she thinks all of his friends are just stoner losers. <laughs> <laughs> and just to kind of refresh your memory a little bit, uh, in case you missed it, check this out. Previously on Makeup or Breakup. But Jeff, what seems to be the issue with Vanessa right now? She just doesn't like your friends? I mean, that's, yeah, I guess that is pretty much it. I mean, uh, you know, I've had these friends for a long time. Like, I'm, you know, we've known each other mostly, like some of them since like junior high. Wow. And, you know, so I'm like really tight with a lot of these guys. And me and Vanessa have been together a while too. But, you know, after a while, like she just, you know, if there was a party or something, like she'd never want to go. You know, if like, you know, everybody was like, you know, going bowling for somebody's birthday, like she wouldn't want to go. And she just never wants to hang out anymore with any of my friends. Okay. I want to welcome Vanessa to the show right now. She's been patiently holding for a while now. Um, Yeah. Basically, it just sounds like you cannot stand your boyfriend's friends. They just sort of have like a different lifestyle. I don't know. They're they're stoners, like all of them. Whoa. (laughs) See, we didn't know that part. Are they... (laughs) Are they stoners, Jeff? I mean, they. I mean, they do smoke pot, but I mean, they, I mean, they They're, work and stuff too. Sometimes, I mean, uh, translation. Yeah. That? Yes. Yeah. What's, what's like, that, Vanessa? Go ahead. Well, no, like their whole life revolves around weed. Like they're always at the store. They're, I mean, wake and bake like is an understatement. You know what I mean? Like it's just not. I don't know. It's just not like they live. Most of them live together in like this house. It's like this nasty place. <laughs> Um, they've got these shady girls hanging around all the time. Like, I don't trust them. I I don't know. Like his friends always make jokes. I'm around about him. He should date other people and I'm not good enough for him. Like they're always making those jokes. Like, and they, I think they really do want him to date someone else or whatever, but I want to be around that. And then, I don't know. I just think he's capable of more like, you know, this is tough because when, especially a guy who's had his friends for a long, long time, like lifelong friends. We are ingrained, uh, we, we have ingrained in us from a young age, being men, that buddies over babes. It's always in our mind, right? We, in, in, in our, our boys tell us that all the time. Buddies over babes, buddies over babes. <laughs> and now, I, I, don't, I don't know, he's in a tough spot. I got a question here. And, yeah. and, and look, I don't know how old you guys are, Jeff. I don't, I don't know where you are at in your life. But, you know, outside of Vanessa, do you ever look around at your friends and go, you know, maybe I could be doing more? Or you think everything's fine? Well, I mean, I do do a lot. I mean, I I work, you know. I mean, everything's fine with me. I mean, some of them are just like not really uh, motivated. Maybe the most go go. Yeah, I I don't think they're the most go getter people. But like that's kind of how they've always been, and I've known them for a long time. And and you know, so it's just like I can't like give up my relationship with you know people I've just known. You know, and they're nice people too, and, and they're just kidding when they're just you know, saying that I should be with somebody else or, oh. you know, breaking up Like, I'm not asking you to choose, really. Like, I've never, like, said it's near them. Like, but I just don't, I don't know. Like, they're not nice to me. They're 
they're weird. Like I don't I'm like <laughs> what like what do we have to like we have nothing to talk about. We have nothing to talk about. They're so baked all that like I just don't even I don't know. All right, a makeup or breakup follow up with Jeff and Vanessa. Did they make it or were they Splitsville? We'll find out in minutes. This is the Fit Show. It happens live. Welcome back to Makeup or Breakup with Fitz right now. We're a couple, you know, they they've had some drama on the show. So we asked you to help, you know, to help them out. Give them some advice. You might remember from a couple of months ago, Jeff and Vanessa, well, we have a special makeup or breakup follow-up. Basically, it just sounds like you cannot stand your boyfriend's friends. They just sort of have like a different lifestyle. I don't know. They're they're stoners, like all of them. Whoa. Hey. <laughs> Are they stoners, Jeff? I mean, they do smoke pot, but I mean, they, I mean, they work and stuff too. Sometimes, I mean, uh, <laughs> translation. Yeah. That? Yes. Well, no. Like their whole life revolves around weed. Like they're always at the store. The I mean, wake and bake. Like is an understatement. I want to be around that. And then I don't know. I just think he's capable of more. Like you know. Yeah, that was Jeff and Vanessa, and they are joining us live right now. By the way, none of us know if they if they made up or, or broke up, but here we go. Hey, guys. Uh, hey, but before we, we, we patch Vanessa in, are you still hanging out with your buddies, and are they still smoking weed around you 24-7? I, I don't think uh, they'll ever stop smoking weed. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, we, we've um, kind of decided, I mean, you know, Vanessa and I, you know, our love is, like, more important than um, my friend. But we, we are at an agreement and just, like, you know, I'm not going to just be going over there every single weekend. And I'm just going to try to do different things. And I'm not going to try to put everybody together all the time except for, like, you know, big special occasions. Not just, just let's go hang out kind of thing. So, like. Like 420. But, i mean i mean like people's like we just kind of agreed like hey if it's like my birthday like i can invite them to my party or like you know that you know every now and again we'll go over there but you know for the most part it's like i kind of realized that like i'm not really friends with all vanessa's friends either they just don't hang out as much so it's like and that's so it's not even an issue but like I mean, I we, anyway, I'm hanging out with my friends less. Is kind of what I'm trying to say. And just uh, you know, and it's not like I have to jettison them for my life, but you know. Let's bring Vanessa on your girlfriend, Vanessa. It seems like it seems like you've had some influence over uh, your boyfriend Jeff's decision to quit hanging out with uh, the pot smokers all the time. Well, I just told him, you know, like I believe in him and I believe in us, and like we have a good thing going on, and. I didn't. I didn't want to say you can't hang out with your friends. I don't want to be that person. But like, I don't want to hang out with friends. <laughs> what What I find interesting is originally Jeff was the one that wrote to us because he was trying to get you to hang out with his friends more. But it sounds like after we did all this, that maybe you ended up kind of uh, convincing him to come your way more. Well, Jeff, would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I guess we needed to, like, talk about how it was all going to happen and just kind of air it out um, as to, you know, what we wanted out of, you know, both our relationship and my relationship with my friends and, like, people I don't want to lose out of my life. Wait, you know, wait, wait, till you, wait till you tell all your friends that you can't come over and play Fortnite anymore. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they'll hate you forever. Yeah. Wait, 
if I'm hearing this correctly, we actually helped. We did it. I think we did. That's this, a W. Yeah. Go team. <laughs> yeah. We might have really saved this relationship. Huh. Yeah. Well, yeah. And also, like, yeah, we don't have to, like, go out and, like, just, there was a lot of snacks. It was always about snacks. Like, where are we going to find snacks? So I don't have to deal with that anymore. Like, if I never hear the word snacks again, I'm good. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for being on and, and uh, you know, letting us get a little uh, recap of what, what happened with your relationship. I really appreciate it. They are Jeff and Vanessa, previous participants on Makeup or Breakup. And we, have a, we have a success story. You're listening to The Fitz Show. Fitz Happens Live. Fitz Happens Live. Uh-oh. Ad lib. Full effect. Gonna break it down, gonna break it down. Friday, y'all, Friday, y'all, yeah. Uh, mm, what? It's the end of the week. What can I say? I'm FIT with a Z. I just do it this way. Drew, it's a weekend coming to you. We're gonna bring it here like a bowl of beef stew. Claire, I don't care if it's rain or if it's sun. Got some family in town. We're gonna get out and have fun. (laughs) (laughs) Right at the youngin'. Hang on, we'll put the beat. Uh, uh, uh. It's time to get with it because I'm about to spit it. Welcome to the show. Here's Fitz with it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, really good. Wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, you might know, uh, notice you know uh, different people on the show. They've actually been popping in for a while, working with the show. But uh, you know Drew, he's been w- with me forever. He's like that, you know, cockroach that just doesn't go away. Right? <laughs> you just say he's been with me forever. He's been with you me. Listening to Ryder over here. He's been with me. With me. What good? And, uh, and and Claire, she was with sales, but we we drug her from the sales department uh, over here, and, and she's sitting right in front of us now, so she doesn't have to go do sales calls anymore. I know. Sometimes they try, but yeah. I'm like, ah, I'm done with that. Uh-uh. Yeah, done with that. And then uh, there's Ryder the Youngin. Uh, Ryder the Youngin. I actually uh, met him. He was uh, working in an iPhone store, repairing iPhones. <laughs> Wait a minute, last time it was GameStop. Sorry, it was GameStop. Was it GameStop? <laughs> it was GameStop, but I, I also... And what was that game you helped me out with? I, I, uh, when we first met, we locked eyes. What, what game was that? Well, yeah, you said you wanted to get something for uh, your kid, and I, I suggested uh, probably Red Dead. Red, Red Dead, Dead Redemption. Redemption. Too, yeah. yeah. His kid? Wink, wink, wink? Yeah. yeah. All right. It was probably for Fitz. No, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to learn how to play the Red yeah. Dead. The Red Dead? The Redhead. What's the name of it? Red Dead. Redemption. Redemption Not 2. doing very well, are you? So he's anyway, with it. that. He's learned, he learned how to ride the horse, at least. <laughs> I showed him how to do that in the story. Well, you just ride, press the X button. Well, I can't no more. <laughs> exactly. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. New Muppet Carly, now the new face of America's addiction crisis. My mom was away for a while. Designed just for kids who are often the unseen victims of addiction. How sad is that? I mean, this is such a sign of the times. Now, Sesame Street, since their inception, has always handled tough issues. They handled, mm-hmm. uh, early on in the 60s when they came on, they handled race issues. And you know like who that, else did that? The, the beginning of that was Mr. Rogers. Uh-huh. Absolutely. He did it first. Question. Yeah. Um, so... This new character, Carly, specifically is aimed to help kids understand opioid addiction. Wow. That's where we are as a people. Is that in, Like she said, they're in that broadcast. 
kids are often the sort of unheard victims of this. When you know we talk about the parents, they go away or they, or they die or something, and a lot of time they leave kids behind who don't have the tools or, or the. And no one's talking to them about this stuff. But right. literally leaving the children behind. You know, they, you could just pull up on Google Images. So many images around the nation where, like, the parents are literally passed out in the vehicle sitting in a parking lot, oh completely God. passed out while the mm-hmm. child or children are sitting in the back seat, just mm-hmm. like my mommy and daddy are sleeping. Yeah. And, and they're and they passed gi- out. They give some numbers here. They say that there's nearly 6 million children in the U.S. under the age of 11 living with a parent who has a substance. Wow. That's why it's important for them to get in front of this. And they've been doing this a lot recently. They introduced a character who uh, explained homelessness to kids. Early. Right, yeah. right. About a year ago. All right, there you go. That's the Friday reality check. Fitz Happens Live. Fitz Happens Live. If you're going to order like a DNA kit, make sure that you are ready to hear all of the possible results. Where's my mystery music? So this woman recently, uh, she just shared a story with the podcast about the downside of DNA testing kits. Uh, she bought some of these DNA testing kits on her husband's birthday. But the results told her something that shocked her. The results showed what, Drew? Guess in the back of the room. Oh, I see you excited. Drew. That they are siblings. Okay. Claire. That what the did, milkman yeah. is their father. Okay, very good. <laughs> very good. No, I was thinking outside of the box. The milk That's box. Or the milk box. <laughs> right or the youngin. I don't know I'm going to beat that. Uh, they were long-distance cousins. Way to ruin the bit, right or the youngin. Were they cousins? They were cousins! Yes! Uh-oh. They I were... I guess something. They yeah, were... This is Alabama. That's okay. They were first cousins. <laughs> Ooh, oh, no, that's too That's not okay. <laughs> they were first cousins. They have a two-year-old daughter together, and uh, she says the results have really wound up, quote, poisoning her marriage. They're first cousins on the paternal side, so the DNA test is basically saying that the guy's father cheated on the guy's mother. Right. That's the problem. Yeah. And the woman says, quote, his parents have been married for 30 years. He will not talk about this to me. We are sleeping in separate rooms, and it's starting to affect our son. Um, Basically, the, the counseling they received said... Well, then don't get the DNA test if you're not willing to accept what you might find out. There are so many secrets being unveiled when it comes to this DNA stuff. Um, my, my beautiful wife, Bethany's granny, just passed away. And when we went to the funeral, there was this lady there who just found out that she had like four sisters that she had no idea existed. She found this out because of 23 and Me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that happened yeah. in, in uh, my family, my, my sister's uh, in the in-laws side. They found a, a long-lost brother that was the result of their father's uh, extracurricular activities. They've embraced him. <laughs> they, they've actually all gotten along really well. They're all right. adults. They're all, you know, grown-ups. But I mean, hey, that's shocking still. I mean, regardless, your family. Well, yeah. So why not try to work it out? Yeah. Yeah. My sister actually solved a 100-year-old mystery using DNA. Uh, she's been doing the family research and the ancestry and, and the. Oh, is this the genealogy? one about that your, your grandfather yeah. was like the first person to ride the wagon over the state of Washington or something? Yeah, close. You're almost there. Uh, but somewhere along those lines, <laughs> yeah. like 100 years ago, there was a child born to a family. The husband claimed it wasn't his, took the child away from the mother, <gasps> wow. put it up for adoption, and went to his grave saying, that wasn't my kid. And she went to her grave saying, that was your kid. I never was unfaithful to you. They divorced, moved on. <gasps> that woman's family, that child turned, grew up, became a woman, had a family, had yeah. kids, grandkids. They've yeah. been looking for the answer. 23 Me solved it. My sister oh. found the connection, and she is, in fact, 
our something or other aunt, great 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 aunt, or something, but it all came together and was solved. And all they had to do so, was pay twenty nine ninety nine. That is right. Yeah, right at the young end. Go ahead. So what you're saying is, is like that that was her dad. Yes. Got you. That's insane. Do we have a new bit called Destination DNA? Yes. <sighs> DNA Destiny. Uh, yeah. What did you find out? Maybe send us a message at facebook.com slash follow fits. I'd love to sort of expand on this a little bit. Yeah. yeah. You know? Maybe yeah. not on today's show, but is I wanted to share that story with you about yeah. these are coming out every day by the hundreds. Mm-hmm. DNA. Different named answer. Mm. Different mm. known answer. No, mm-hmm. that's a K. All right, I'll think about Don't it. Don't DNR the DNA. <laughs> <laughs> This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute. You know, so many of us are, are proud of the service members in our lives. And I started doing the troop salutes years ago because I know that people want the opportunity to share that pride with the world. And I love to do it. Today, we salute Donald Klepfel of the United States Army. Donald's daughter, Catherine Klepfel, wrote in on our Facebook page just to thank us for doing the troop salutes. And she said in her message that she herself was the proud daughter of a Vietnam veteran. So we asked her if we could salute her dad. Her father, Donald, served as a medic in the 41st Civil Affairs Company starting in 1966. Donald enlisted before his 18th birthday and was already serving and actually already in Vietnam when his draft notice arrived at his parents' home. Isn't that something? He was ready to go. He beat the notice. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Catherine says her dad wasn't the first in the family to serve. Her grandfather, Robert Klepfel, served in the U.S. Army as a German translator during uh, World War II. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, I could do that because I'm, I'm German. Yeah. I'm allowed to go, da. Yeah. You do it well. Yeah. So I'm not allowed to go, da. Or, do you How have dare German? you? No, no, you can't. You I'm, can't do I'm sorry. that. I'm sorry. You're not allowed like to that. if you're not German. I'm sorry. If you have the heritage, you can. Like, okay. you know, it's just like I'm really not allowed to talk about, you know, uh, yeah. y- Yom Kippur. Right. Because I'm not Jewish. Claire, you're Jewish. I can talk all about it. You could talk about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. But you, you pronounced it very well, Yom Kippur. You're very good with languages. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got the native tongue for it. Um, Catherine says that her dad wasn't the first in the family to serve. Uh, did, I, did I say that part already about her grandfather? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it's really it's just a, another story about an amazing family with a rich history of service. So today we salute Donald Klepfel of the United States Army. And we live in the land of the free because of the brave. If you'd like to honor someone for our troop salute, past, present, or future, go to our Facebook. The Fit Show. And now, and now, my daddy. it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Folks, I'm going to take you out of New York. Holy sh- shoes. A design company in New York made a special line of Nikes they called Jesus Shoes. And injected holy water from the Jordan River into the air bubble above the soles. So you're walking oh. on holy water. They went on sale on Tuesday for uh, $3,000 and sold out 
immediately. $3,000 a pair. I mean, are you serious? You know what? I would think that Jesus shoes, I think that Jesus would probably want to give those away for free I, instead of right. uh, charge $3,000 for them. You're right. I think he would pull a Donald Glover, you know, Childish Gambino, and just airdrop them to you. That's right. Right oh. onto your phone. Everybody gets them. Absolutely. Airdrop shoes to your phone? Yeah. Did you not hear about that? No. He went to a mall and he uh, opened up Airdrop and he gave everybody a voucher for a free pair of shoes from yep. his new clothing For everybody line. who had Airdrop turned everybody on, obviously. Everybody who had Airdrop on that was in that mall got it. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea for a bet. Wouldn't yeah. it be? Yeah. We should like announce, hey, we're going to go to a mall and we're going to give you, I mean, you know. Yeah. Is just... this $3,000 going to charity or is it going to whoever wants to No, it's going to the, uh, the dude who made it. Yeah. Huh. It's like the lawsuit from Nike. Yeah. He's got the lawsuit from, from the Lord. That's right. And <laughs> them. And yeah. that company. Yeah. All right, page two. <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? I'm going to take you out of Philadelphia, Booba Palooza. A 26-year-old man in Philly sued Johnson & Johnson over a medication that gave him man boobs because they didn't tell people about the side effects. And a jury just awarded him with $8 billion. A billion? Get out Wait, of here. That is, sure? What? A book? I swear it's what it says. Will you Google that writer and fact, fact check it? How well, many, you say it says jury time. awards guy $8 billion in man, man boob case. Please Google this story immediately. Somebody fact check this. That Even can't be right. In related news, now he's looking for a medicine that will give him wide hips. <laughs> <laughs> so he can get another <laughs> Worth it. Those, oh, my gosh. Okay, what's it say? Those hips don't lie. Go. No, yeah. A Philadelphia jury on Tuesday said that Johnson & Johnson must pay $8 billion in damages to a man who says a drug manufactured by the company caused him to grow press. That's going to be a class action suit that uh, right, like everybody gets a piece right, of the eight billion. Eight billion. I thought the era of massive punitive damage lawsuits were over, but this is like the most massive. Yeah, this guy so, might have some serious moves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you wait. How tell- much are we talking about here? <laughs> right. You guys tell me I can sue Johnson and Johnson right now. And there you go. You got the why you kidding me stories of the day. Ryder the youngin. We got a lawsuit. Let's do it. This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fitz Files. If Blake, Hel- uh, Blake Shelton hadn't gone Hollywood by now, he sure has now. Blake and Gwen have bought a house together somewhere in Los Angeles. It's currently being renovated, so they're actually living in a little old rental in Bel Air. Right. Which is like the fanciest of the schmanciest, except for Malibu, which is even more fancier and schmancier. Uh, Blake and Gwen basically divide their time between Los Angeles and Oklahoma, where he still has property and... I don't know, Gaz it's goes so back funny. to what recharge his cred. It's so funny seeing the uh, the pictures of you know Gwen Stefani on, on Blake's ranch in Oklahoma. I know, out there so with funny. her kids. Yeah. But there's an idea for a reality show. Uh-huh. Blake goes Bel Air. Yeah, or I Bla- love it. Blake and Bel Air. Blake and yeah. Bel Air. Send it, tweet it to him. The, we'll do the, the pitch. Fresh Blake and Bel Air. Yeah. Right. The fresh, fresh Blake <laughs> oh of Bel Air. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the fresh. What's up with you and the word fresh today? I don't know. You've been saying fresh over and over. <laughs> I guess I'm just having a fresh kind of day. Oh, yeah. my gosh. <laughs> That one one fits, though. Yeah. Uh, Riverdale, the show, has finally dealt with the death of 90210 heartthrob Luke Mm. Perry. He played Archie's dad, and he died last spring after a stroke. Many of us were so We just loved him so much uh, on 90210. Dylan was the man. Dylan was the man. Dylan was the man. I'm going to spoiler alert this for you. I'm very sorry, everybody. I don't normally do this, but we have to talk about it. Archie learns, uh, this all happens off camera, right? Archie learns that his dad died. He stopped by the side of the road to help a woman who was having car trouble. 
when she almost got hit by a passing car, he pushed her out of the way and he died a hero. Hmm. The woman was played by Shannon Doherty. I'm not sure how I feel about that. I'm not either. I can't make a a snap judgment on it. That just takes you out of the moment. I feel like instead of just letting this for another show, Riverdale. Yes, yes. I feel like instead of you just letting Archie and everybody experience the moment of having his father die, they did stunt casting. And Mm. I get that she wanted to be a part of it and all that kind of stuff. It feels like there are other ways they could have done. She played like an EMT or a nurse or a doctor, a million things. Right? Right. It just seems like why that? Why that? You know, it's just. I thought that was really weird, but um, anyway, up till then it was it was really touching. And I know what I want for Christmas, boys. You're going to all have to save up. Start now. Maybe get a GoFundMe if you want to. The green cardigan sweater that Kurt Cobain wore on Nirvana's MTV Unplugged is going up for auction. It's expected to sell for around three hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> the opening bid is fifty thousand. The current owner bought it a few years ago for one hundred and thirty-seven k. Oh my so god! I don't know even if they start to bid at fifty and they only get fifty-five, he's going to okay. lose money. So, do you want that sweater from Unplugged, or do you want the one from the Smells Like Teen Spirit video? No, That's no, the one want, you want. I want the one from Unplugged. Oh yeah, the I'd actual have the, the cardigan that he that he wore. Yeah. Nothing on the top when the. Clearly, no, it's, it's, it it's never been washed. Oh, that means it's oh. got his DNA on there. It's got his it. DNA, some other unknown stains, and some cigarette burn holes. Kurt clones. What yeah. are they? Clones. Mm-hmm. Kurt clones. I say we Send it off to 23andMean. They'll create it over there in Switzerland. So now you're going to buy for me? Yeah. But now you got Switzerland. the nature nurture question. If I get the like, rights to the Kurt clone. If you clone uh-huh. a Kurt. <laughs> Do you get Kurt, yeah. or do you have to like then give yeah. him a tortured childhood and upbringing to as get As long the Kurt. as it has Kurt's eyes, I don't care. <laughs> there you go. You You're saying <laughs> Kurt is the product of a very bad upbringing? Of a difficult upbringing and tough childhood. Oh, so yeah. If you get a Kurt yeah. clone, he might just be like a straight-A student. Right. Think if, I, if I raise him with my two cats and two dogs, he'll, well, yeah. he'll just yeah. grow Can you imagine? He's going to be a nice guy. An accountant? Yeah. <laughs> our, little, our little Kurt clone getting the Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> There you go. You got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz file. Fitz happens live. live. You're listening to the Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. Where every day is a Friday. What's up? My name is Fitz. Welcome to the Fitz show, program, whatever it is. There's Drew, Claire, and Ryder the Youngin, and every Friday we do Ticket or Skip It, where our, our resident movie critic tells you if you should go to the movies or not. I mean, we've even thought about completely canceling this segment because the movies are crap now, and everybody <laughs> and everybody's watching Netflix and Hulu anyway. That's true. And Drew, am I right about that, or am I wrong? Well, it's, it's correct that you think about canceling the segment, but I, I cling desperately to this segment. <laughs> I, Actually, to be heard. I, I do love this segment, and I want you to know I look forward to it every week. <laughs> Thank Aww. you. Good. As long as you start throwing in some Netflix and shows to watch on Hulu. <laughs> okay. But, all right, so how many movies we got? Two movies. Okay, movies. And only one, one of them is crappy. <laughs> well, hang on. Give me one moment. All right. All right. It's five o'clock somewhere. Yes, it is. <laughs> you got another one of those? <laughs> Oh, don't let me stop. You're that guy in the theater who cracks open the can. You can hear it from like all the way around the whole theater. (laughs) Right. Uh, So the first movie is Gemini Man, Will Smith's new movie. It's directed by Ang Lee. When I first saw materials on this movie, I didn't like it because I don't really like Ang Lee movies. His style of action is too over the top. And then I saw things as the movie got closer that got me really interested in it. I thought this is going to be good. And then I saw the movie. Turns out I was right the first time. Oh, it is no. not a good movie. It's wow. uh, Will Smith plays like the greatest hitman ever, and he's up against his greatest foe, someone who's matching him skill for skill. Turns out it's a younger version of him. We're talking clone time here. 
And then the whole mystery of who would do this, why would they do this? It, but it's just kind of a big, ugly mess. The whole hmm. thing just, it's bad. And for all the time they took to make it, which is like 10 years, the CGI is still really obvious. Like the the, the young version of Will Smith is a really... Uh, bad job. Just didn't do a good job at it. They literally put the fresh prince's face on him, didn't they? More or less. You would think they would just go use old... They actually digitally <laughs> created his young face. But they, oh. could, they could have just mm. stolen footage from Fresh Prince and yeah. done better. It took 10 years to it make this for, movie. This is one of those movies that's been in production forever. It's probably yeah. one of those huge, high-budget movies It's going to flop, huh? I think so. Oh, yeah. no. It's okay. not looking good right now. All right, name of the movie? Gemini Man. Ticket or skip it? Skip it. Movie number oh. two? The Adams Family. Oh, Animated yeah. movie. So Ooh. much fun. This oh. is what we want to take your kids to. This is the stuff I'm telling you. Some of these movies are as much fun for the kids as they are for the adults. And this is one of those. It, Any original Adams Family players in it? You no, know what I mean? No. Uh, you've got voice of Oscar Isaac. Uh, mm-hmm. as, as uh, He's huge right now because he's in the Star Wars movies. And other right. Uh, you've got Charlize Theron as, mm-hmm. as Morticia. Mm-hmm. You've got Chloe Grace Moretz uh, as Wednesday. Just a, a really cool cast. It's really fun and funny. It's a great way to introduce kids to this premise and this family that we've all had around forever since what, yeah. the 60s. Yeah, so now they're bringing it back. Bringing it back again. All right, name of that movie? The Addams Family. Ticket or skip it? Ticket. You get one pick of the week. What's it going to be? That's easy. It's The Addams Family. All right, uh, follow him on Instagram, ladies and gentlemen. His name is Drew. Follow him at Critical Drew. And when it comes to movies, always do Drew. It's The Fit Show. All year. What have we learned today for Friday, October 11th, 2019? What did you pick up from our fun banter? Our witty, fun banter and conversation? <laughs> Let me tell you what I learned today. I learned from Ticket or Skip It with Drew that the brand new Will Smith movie coming out this weekend, he says, is going to be absolutely horrible. Trash. And apparently, they did it really take 10 years to make this movie? Yeah, and, it's been and, in production forever. And for what? There was some technology they wanted to work out. They like to say that stuff. It probably was getting tossed around studios. Yeah. Right. You know, exactly. Ang Lee's a big director, then he's been kind of down, then he's back okay. up. It's kind of the uh, same with Will Smith. So it's you no know Independence after that Day. After Earth movie. <laughs> yeah, really. Took a hit. All right, Drew, uh, what about you? What, what did you pick up from the show today? I learned that a guy sued Johnson & Johnson because he said that their medicine gave him man boobs and <laughs> yeah. court... Man, the jury I know the awarded feeling. him eight billion with a B dollars. So I mean, my goodness, who knew man boobs were worth so much? Well, it's not, it, it sounds like myself, Drew, and Ryder the Young and need to get in on a class action we're in lawsuit. For some cash. We're there. Yeah. <laughs> we're still trying to figure out what caused our moves, but we have a feeling it's PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> PlayStation and Doritos, dang it. <laughs> it's a movie Monday. Oh yeah. Okay. Claire, what about you? What, what have we learned today? I learned that a group of bystanders saved the life of a man who was struck by lightning right in front of them. Just by knowing CPR, it is so simple to learn, yeah. and you literally can save a life by knowing it. By knowing, uh, also, the, the song Staying Alive. Yep. That Remember is on, the, the, on The Office? That is the official heartbeat for Staying Alive. Did you alive. see when the lightning hit that guy? I've never seen, I mean, it It was unbelievable. It. I mean, when I say stopped him in his tracks, it's yeah. like it, it, it paralyzed him, right? Yes. When he. It's powerful stuff. It stopped his heart. It blew yes. his shoes off, and those people knew what to do. All right. Ryder the Young, and what about you? Well, actually, during Ticket or Skip It, for me, too, I learned that I actually want to go see the Adams Family this week. Yes, and I've you been do. On, I'm kidding, do you? Yeah, I've been on the fence about it because I, I grew up with the the old Adams Family movie that came out where, what was her name was in it? <laughs> I want to say so, her name was Cher. Yeah. Was it Cher? No, that wasn't Cher. Oh, my oh. God. Christina Ricci. It was, was it uh, Cher? Angelica Houston, I believe. Yes. Okay. Was it Cher? Oh, oh. What, what was that lady's name, Cher? No. <laughs> 
She always got the long black one. hair. Must be Cher. She I was in Witches of Eastwick. Yeah, she so was. I, I loved that movie. So I was really on the fence about an animated movie yeah. for Adam's Family. Mm-hmm. But after your review and looking at it, I'm actually Cher would have been see it. great though. She would have been. Good. She would have been. She still could. I, I still wish they had MC Hammer come back and do the. They do what they want to do. Say what they want to say. Live yeah. how they want to live. Play how they want to play. Dance how they want to dance. Kick and they slap a friend. The Adam's Family. Family. Come on. I'm so mad that they're not. <laughs> just enjoyed watching you do it. <laughs> they're not creating like any new stuff. They're bringing everything else, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. back. Well, from the look of this, we also get to meet a lot of the different family from the Adams family. That's true. So like cousins and and siblings oh, and stuff. So, I'm so kind of that's how they're going to extend it. Yeah. Okay. Have a great weekend, you guys, and we're going to see you Monday. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Claire. I'm right of the youngin. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody. That's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.